The Z-Ball podcast is a casual conversation that occasionally delves into mature subjects and may contain vulgar adult language. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to the Z-Ball Podcast as we continue our preview of the 2022-2023 NBA season. Recording this on a Tuesday evening in Southern California. The 2022-2023 NBA season is officially underway. The first game of the night, Boston and Philadelphia is currently at halftime. It's tied up at 63. Today we'll be discussing Eastern Conference over-under win total predictions a few days ago, we did the Western Conference over-under win total predictions. Uh, go ahead and li- listen to that uh, podcast if you guys want to hear about all the Western Conference teams. And also in that video, in that podcast, excuse me, we, myself and Rebound, we made our picks for MVP, Coach of the Year, Rookie of the Year, and Defensive Player of the Year. Along with along with Haroon, he made his picks as well. So, yeah, joining me today, Rebound. What up, Rebound? What's up, Z-Ball? How's it going? Doing well. Let's uh, get into the Eastern Conference over-unders. It's good to have the NBA season back. It's officially tip-off, like I said, halftime of Game 1 between Boston and Philadelphia. And speaking of Boston, that's the first team we'll begin with in the Atlantic Division. The defending champion, Boston, defending Eastern Conference champion, excuse me, Boston Celtics. Over under fifty three and a half wins. What do you think? Yeah, this is a tough one. Obviously, a lot, a lot of drama going on. Obviously, the biggest one was the whole Emi Adoka situation. I don't want to get too much into that, but Robert Williams is out. Uh, Gallo's out for the season. Robert, they're saying Robert Williams is going to be out for like half of the season, so that's a big deal. Half? I thought he was going to come back around Thanksgiving, or did it get extended? I think it got extended, so that's a big deal. And I think I'm going to go under her. The way I'm watching the game so far, it's going to be uh, a good season. They did add Malcolm Brogdon, obviously, uh, their biggest addition. But uh, I don't I don't see the over her. A lot of people are going to take the over. A lot, a lot of movement in this, in this one in the East. So I think under. I think 52 exactly. Like right under. Okay, yeah, I mean, uh, as I mentioned in the Western Conference podcast uh, in regard to Phoenix, a lot of shit going on that rings true here with Boston as well. So much shit going on. Uh, new interim coach, obviously the stuff with Ime Udoka, who knows kind of what happened. He's suspended the whole season after the fallout of that situation. And then you mentioned Time Lord Robert Williams. Uh, he's out with injury, uh, complications from that torn meniscus when he played in the finals and we've seen defensively especially they're a much different team when he's not there he uh alters shots he's their rim protector their anchor defensively and i think it's a big loss for them and i i mean he's just shown he can't really stay healthy in his first four or five seasons of his career 
And rebound, what what would you say over under fifty four and a half games for Robert Williams this season? What would I'll you go, take? Uh, slightly under. I think. I hope because they don't re- they don't really care about the regular season. They want him healthy for the postseason. That that's what they care about. Because obviously last year they didn't have him full postseason. They still made the finals, but if they had him, it'd be a lot, it'd be a lot easier. He's a big it's a big deal not having him, even though he doesn't hit. Put up the stats, like you said, he's a great defender and makes it a lot easier. It's 63-63 right now. You, as you mentioned, it will be a lot less scoring for Philly if if that if he was playing. So, but yeah, I'm gonna go under. They they want to manage him and make sure he's healthy for the playoffs. Okay, for sure. Yeah, and the, obviously they also added Malcolm Brogdon's backup point guard. He's probably be a six man candidate as well. So that's I think that's a good pickup to add to their depth. Uh, obviously, they got Gallo as well, but he got injured, torn ACL, so that's unfortunate. So he's going to miss the whole season. So I'm going to agree with you uh, on the under rebound. I, I I think strongly under here for Boston. I think 50 51 wins. I think they'll still be good just with the other players they have, the good other kind of good culture and good continuity they have with Smart, Tatum, Brown, Horford coming back. But I just think. Not uh, not as stout defensively, and there's too much shit going on off the court. So I'll go under. All right, we'll move on then to team number two in the Atlantic Division. Brooklyn Nets over under 51.5. What do you think? Yeah, another tough one. Obviously, this team went from a roller coaster to probably... They wanted to get rid of Kyrie and KD. I don't know what the whole situation with that was. And then... Uh, uh, well, I don't know what happened there, but yeah, I'm gonna go over on this one. I think the net the Nets are due for a big year. Uh, they had some slight additions, but nothing nothing big. But obviously, the biggest thing was keeping Durant and Kyrie. Let's hope Kyrie plays the whole season this year. But I, I I'm gonna go slightly over 52 wins. I think they're the third or second seed, and I think 52 wins. Okay, for sure. Yeah, I'm really excited to see how this team uh, kind of bears out throughout the course of a whole regular season. And Kyrie owes it that this much to Durant to give him one at least legitimate season. No bullshit off the court. No vaccine stances, anything like that. No vaccine stances. He needs to come show up, play ball out. We know what he can do on the court, so come show us on the court. And give Durant a, a good chance at a title run. He, he deserves that much for tr- trusting you, sign, leaving the Warriors and signing with the Nets. And uh, I hopefully he can do that. And then obviously, let's see how Ben Simmons looks. Uh, if he can still play, make, defend like he was in his prime Philly days. So a lot of questions for sure. And then with the whole uh, saga in the offseason where... The owner basically chose the GM and the coach over Kevin Durant, and Kevin Durant had the trade demands. Obviously, he did not get dealt. We know Kevin Durant is a hooper, so if he he didn't get traded, we still knew he was going to play. So hopefully they can stay healthy and just avoid all the off-court bullshit that was imminent or that was ringing for them last season all throughout the season. So I, I think they'll do that. So I'll agree with you, Rebound. I'll I'll take the over on the Nets. Uh, I think they're a 54-win team. 
And I think they're they're going to be in serious contention for a title like they were in the 2020-2021 season. All right, let's move on across the bridge to the other New York team, the New York Knicks, over under 38.5. What do you think? Yeah, another close one. Uh, I actually like New York here. Obviously, Jalen Brunson was the biggest addition. That guy was going there for sure, even if Dallas offered him the whatever they could match, but they, uh, he, would, he, he didn't give them a chance, Mark Cuban said, because I guess his dad's the assistant head coach in New York, so I guess he wants to play there. Yeah, his dad used to play for the Knicks, too. Yeah, go to a bigger city. I think that's a good addition. He's obviously not worth that money, but it's not what you're worth. It's what the market is. And this team has a lot of good, solid players. And I like the over here. I'm, uh, I think New York has about 41, 42 wins. And I think they sneak into the playoffs. Okay, playoffs or play in? Playoffs. Okay. So you you have them as a, a six seed then? or uh, They'll make the play in and then win okay. that. Okay, so seven or eight seed, then you have them winning yeah. one of the play. Okay, yeah, I, I like the addition of Hartenstein off the bench. Obviously, like you mentioned, Jalen Brunson is the big addition. But it, it seems like they always kind of get the lower level type free agents after they... They miss on the on the big time free agents, but like, what would their starting lineup be? It would be Barrett, Brunson, what obviously Julius Randle, R.J. Barrett. Yeah, I said R.J. Barrett. Those are the guards. What and then what? Toppin and Mitchell Robinson. Is that? Yeah, that's kind good. of what it is. Or no, Fournier maybe. I don't know. But yeah, I think that's a pretty decent starting lineup. And then we've seen with Thibodeau, he he has kind of a defensive minded coach. So I think. Uh, Randall and Robinson is good up front for defensive purposes. So I think I, I like the pieces. Uh, I just think it's going to be a tough Eastern Conference, so I don't I kind of don't know where I see them, but I'm definitely going to go over and agree with you. I think 40, 41 wins, something like that, and then obviously somewhere in the play-in, in my opinion, between 7 and 10 that they'll finish. But we'll agree on that one. We've agreed on all three so far, and... Let's take us to the other team that's playing right now, the Philadelphia 76ers, over under 50.5 wins. What do you think? Yeah, I'm going to go slightly under. I think this team is very talented, but uh, it's always on Joel Embiid's health. That's all it matters on. He's clearly the number one, the best player on the team. And I, I don't think he's played one full season fully healthy. And uh, uh, I don't know what's the most games he played, but... He, I don't. I hope. I hope he does play the whole season, but he's due for an injury, and he's gonna get hurt. Harden, Harden can stay healthy, and then I really like Tyrese Maxey, but uh, he's definitely gonna get hurt. And I'm going under. I'm going 48 wins. Okay, for sure. I'm. This is the first one we're gonna disagree on. I like the over here. I really like Philly this season. I think uh, they're gonna win the Atlantic Division. I think they're gonna be. Uh, one of the top two seeds probably in the in the Eastern Conference, uh, along alongside probably Milwaukee, and I I think Tyrese Maxey is gonna have a big jump in my opinion this season. I think he's a very strong candidate for Most Improved Player. He would probably be my pick if I were to pick for that right now. And then like I mentioned in the Western Conference pod, uh, I have Joel Embiid as my MVP pick. I think he'll he'll play enough games. Obviously, he might get hurt a little, might sit out some, 
but I, I think he'll be relatively healthy, and I think he he's going to do what he always does when he's on the court, dominate offensively, defensively. I think I like his game. I like the pickup for Philly of P.J. Tucker. I think he's brings a good veteran presence for them, and he's another guy that can stick on the opposing team's best players defensively as he was uh, guarding Durant uh, two seasons ago when he was with Milwaukee and won the championship. So I think he's a really good addition for them coming over. And then bench guys, they got good scoring off the bench. I think Niang, Matisse Thibel. They got De'Anthony Melton as well now. Forkan Korkma is still there. So I, I think good starting lineup, <coughs> uh, good bench, good depth, and I think that's going to be enough for them to go over the 15 <coughs> All right, let's round out the Atlantic Division with the Toronto Raptors. We the North, over under 46 and a half wins. What do you think? What was that? Over under 46 and a half wins for the Raptors. What do you think? Yeah, I like the over here. I really like this team. Uh, I really like Scotty Barnes here. And I like Spicy P to have a big year as well. Obviously, he's been doing good. O OG is, is a great player, very underrated. No, uh, not, not a big name. And this is going to be a good, a good team, very underrated team of the East. And I'm definitely going over it. I think they'll be the fourth seed. They're a really good team. Okay. Yeah, I mean, they have uh, kind of most of their, their guys back from last season. Obviously, Scotty Barnes, Rookie of the Year. Let's see how he kind of grows. OG Ananobi, though, does he, will he stay healthy? He seems like <coughs> that's what he's had trouble doing the last three or four seasons. Obviously, Fred Van, Van Vliet's still there. They got Otto Porter from Golden State. Gary Trent coming back. Thaddeus Young coming back. Uh, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I just, in a kind of loaded East, I, I don't know. I don't see how, how they can win 47-plus games. So I'm taking the under here on Toronto. I think 44, 45 wins, probably six seeds, something like that. Maybe possibly into the play-in, but... Definitely don't have them going over the 46 and a half. So we'll, we'll disagree and we'll move on to the Central Division. We'll start off with the Chicago Bulls over under 41 and a half wins. What do you think? Yeah, I'm definitely going under her. This is a talented team, but they'll make the play, but I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. Obviously, got DeRozan as their most talented player and Zach Levine. And it looks like Zoe could be a dunk for the season, possibly his career, and that, that's a big blow to them. But I think Caruso could fit in very. Caruso will fill in, but not as good as Zoe. But I think this team—they always fluke out on something, and I, I don't like. I don't like 41. I like about 38, 39 wins, and yeah. Okay, for sure. Yeah, I mean, obviously Lonzo Ball is a big loss for them I mean who knows what's going to happen kind of with him career-wise and his knees and stuff it seems does not look good right now uh, best wishes to him on a full speedy recovery but uh, yeah the, I mean the Bulls uh, I think they won 46 games last season and then they played Milwaukee round one and got got swept I believe and it was a good season for them but it seemed like uh, after Lonzo Ball went down last season kind of kind of went downhill for them Obviously, um, good guard play and with DeRozan and Levine, and then uh, Vukovic uh, up front, and then let's see how. Uh, what I think 
Kobe White is going to fill in, I think, and start right for Lonzo. Now that uh, yeah, now like that he's that. out, I, I think Caruso still come off the bench. I think he's good in that role. And then let's see how Patrick Williams progresses as well. They're they're young power forward. I think those are going to be kind of the the two big key guys at, at, that could possibly be X factors for them on kind of whether their their season is boom or bust. So I think it's going to be a little boom. So I'll say not entirely like probably in the same range where I put Toronto six seven seed or playing something like that so I'll say over 43 wins 44 something like that but we'll disagree again for the third straight one rebound and uh, I'll take the over on the Bulls and we'll move on to team number two in the central division the Cleveland Cavaliers over under 47 and a half wins what do you think yeah another tough one this team's really talented, going to be really good. Obviously, the biggest addition with Donovan Mitchell. The guy with Mobley there, Jared Allen. A lot, a lot of talented players. And uh, this is going to be a good one, but I'm going slightly, exactly under. I'm going 47 wins. They'll be right there. This is a really good team. Uh, and I really like them. They're, they're definitely going to make some noise. They used to stack this year. Okay, for sure. Uh, we're going to disagree again. I like the over on Cleveland. I think they're very much very much improved. I, I really like their roster now. I liked their roster last season. And for most of last season, they were between the 3 and 5 seed in the East. And then kind of injuries and stuff uh, to kind of their, their main players and stuff, Jared Allen and such, uh, kind of hindered them. And they fell to the play-in and ended up losing and not making the playoffs. So I think uh, they're going to have more, more uh, better injury luck this season. I think the starting lineup would be Darius Garland, Donovan Mitchell, Jared Allen, Evan Mobley, obviously, and then I think Isaac Okoro. I think that's a really good uh, starting lineup to, for them to kind of make some noise. I think they're somewhere in the, between 3 and 5 in the East. So I'm going to go over. I say they're a 50-win team. And I, I'm really looking forward to watching them. And it looks like they're finally ready to put LeBron behind them and, and move on as an organization. But who knows? I shouldn't. I should kind of knock on wood on that if LeBron possibly goes returns to Cleveland for a third act there and ends his career there. But who knows? Well, that remains to be seen. But for this season, I'm really excited to watch Cleveland, how they incorporate Donovan Mitchell into what I think is already a really good team and really good defensive team up front with Okoro, Mobley, and Jared Allen. All right, team number three in the Central Division. We've got the Detroit Pistons over under 29 and a half wins. What do you think? Yeah, I'm definitely going under. This is an easy one. Everyone's hyped on the Pistons. I'm not. And this is going to be a good game, a good solid dev feature. A good feature, but not this year. It's definitely going under. Easy one. Nothing much to discuss there. Okay. Uh, I'm going over. I'm going to disagree with you. I, I like the young core, Sadiq Bey, Cade Cunningham. Uh, they got Boyan Bogdanovich now. Bagley, uh, was, he got hurt. I think he's going to be out for a little while, but this injury is not as serious as it was first believed to be. I, I really like their rookie from Purdue, Jaden Ivey. I think he's going to be... Uh, mesh well with as a duo with uh, Cade Cunningham 
point guard, a combo guard kind of duo. And then I, I think Dwayne Casey is building a good culture there. I think hopefully they can be kind of a playoff contending team in a couple seasons. Probably not this season. I'll say 34, 35 wins, but uh, I'm definitely taking the over. All right, team number four in the Central Division, Indiana Pacers, under over under, excuse me, 23 and a half. What do you think? Uh, that's a tough number because this team is going to suck. They're, they're eventually going to trade Miles Turner and Buddy Hill just a matter of time, and they definitely tank, they definitely look like they they want to be part of the sweepstakes uh, but for Victor, but... This is going to be, I'm going to go slightly over, I think 25 wins sounds about right. And yeah, I, I think 25 wins. Okay, slight over on for you with Indiana. So we in the Western Conference pod, we mentioned kind of three, possibly four teams that are for sure tanking there with uh, Utah, San Antonio, Oklahoma City, and possibly Houston. But I think in the Eastern Conference, Indiana, in my opinion, is the only team that I see as kind of like a tanking potential type team. So for that reason, I'm going to go under. I think they're a 20-21 win team. Uh, so I'm taking the under for sure. Uh, let's see. I mean, at some point, they're probably going to get rid of Miles Turner and uh, what's his name? Buddy Hild, uh, possibly in a trade to the Lakers, probably in the middle of the season or something like that. And then I really like uh, Halliburton and Chris, Chris Duarte and then It'll be exciting to see uh, Benedict Matherin as well, their, their rookie how, from Arizona, how he kind of fits in as well. And that could be possibly a good a trio for them to build for the future. But this season is going to be a lot of losses for Rick Carlisle and the Indiana Pacers. So I'll take the under and not much else to say as we move on to the last team in the Central Division. The Milwaukee Bucks over under 52 and a half wins. What do you think? Yeah, this is going to go over even though Chris Middleton's out for the start of the season. I really like Milwaukee. Giannis is killing it. Giannis is going to kill it. You got Drew Holiday there. Still have Brooke Lopez. This is a really good team. And they're going to be the number one seed. Definitely over and easy over. Okay, for sure. I'm going over as well. I think... Uh, they got the championship pedigree from the 2021 championship. Uh, bummer for them that Middleton got injured in that series against Boston, the conference semifinals last season. And they still took that to seven games and kind of almost won it, uh, if not for a heroic uh, shooting performance from Grant Williams in Boston. So I think good core, obviously, as th that they built with Holiday, Middleton, and, and Giannis. Giannis uh, obviously is always in the MVP conversation, and he, for sure he's, in my opinion, he's the best player in the league. What? So what's your kind of whole opinion? Uh, a lot of people have kind of been mentioning that Giannis doesn't have a bag and stuff like that. So what's your whole take on that? Have a what? Have a bag, like a game, like offensive game. He's yeah, got he's, no bag. He has an offensive game. I don't know what people are talking about. Okay. <laughs> Alright, yeah, for sure. I, I Obviously, he still has areas to improve in. The main one being jump shot, uh, three-point shot. But outside of that, I mean, he's rock solid everywhere else. Great uh, ball handler, pretty good passer, excellent defender. We've seen what he can do in the lane when he gets to the paint uh, above the rim. Uh, he's an excellent teammate, uh, as we've seen. 
and he he's just rock solid all around and he's building an, an excellent all-time level type career and uh, i'm excited to see how it progresses in his i think what's this now his 10th season coming up i believe so it should be exciting to see him go into his 28-year-old uh, season. He's still yeah, only 27, 28, something like that. So should be exciting. And then this team for sure, yeah, will be the one or two seed in my opinion. Probably the one seed. And then I, probably I have Philly number two. And I, I think they're going to be ser in serious contention again for sure uh, with a fully healthy revamp team coming back this season. So we'll agree on that one and we'll wrap up the Central Divi Division, move on into the Southeast Division. The first team we got is the Atlanta Hawks. Over under 45 and a half wins. What do you think? Uh, yeah, this team, I really like them. I'm a huge fan because I like John Collins and obviously I really, I'm a huge fan of DeJounte Murray. That's a great addition. I'm not sure how him and Trey Young will fit in, but I think they'll figure it out, and I, I, I like this team. They got a good front court, got a good back court. I like the over. Got a solid bench, you know. This team definitely should go, it should go over. Okay, what's your opinion of the uh, extension that was handed out yesterday to DeAndre Hunter? I think four-year, $85 million, something like that? Yeah, probably overpaid, but like I said, it's not what you, how much you should get paid. It's what the market is. Okay, so what the starting lineup of Trey Young, uh, what's it called, uh, Dejounte Murray? Obviously, they they got him from uh, San Antonio. That was a really good pickup. Bogdan Bogdanovich, John Collins, and Clint Capella. Uh, we've seen kind of obviously the only addition there in the in the starting lineup is Dejounte Murray. Now, I think he's a really good fit with Trey Young, just because Trey Young is more of a, uh, a score first type point guard, or at least he wants to play that way. He he obviously has averaged nine assists consistently for the last like three seasons, but I think Dejounte Murray, as we saw last season, was close to averaging a triple double. He was an All Star, and I think he's uh, a really good addition for them, both offensively and defensively. He'll take a lot of pressure off Trey Young, and let Trey Young do what he does best, which is uh, off the dribble, shoot threes, score, fill up the stat sheet, and then. Uh, a Trey Young now can take it take it easy uh, because he's not a, a good defender. He's a weak defender, and Dejounte Murray's going to take the best guard, and Trey Young they'll they'll try to hide him as best as they can do on the defensive side because uh, he's probably he's for sure the weak link, and they'll probably have a lot of kind of like closing lineups where they have DeAndre Hunter as well, and probably in some situations and and go small maybe with Clint Capella out. Bogdan at power forward, John Collins at center. So, kind of we'll we'll see how that goes with what Nate McMillan does there. But I think a good rock solid foundation, and I'll agree with you on the over. I'll say forty eight, forty nine wins, and they're probably kind of in that three to six range as well in the Eastern Conference. All right, uh, next team, Charlotte Hornets over under thirty four and a half. What do you think? Yeah, this is definitely going under. This team has a lot of work to do, even with you having Lamelo Ball. But I think this team has a lot of work to do. I'm not, I'm not sold on them. I know there are some other good players, but 
Uh, definitely going under. As I said, the East is really stacked. So three players on their team from last season got arrested in the offseason. Uh, Miles Bridges, Book Knight, and Montrez Harrell. And they got LaMelo Ball, obviously. They, they, I, thought Mon- I, see, I thought I just saw Montrez. Yeah, Trez is on, I'm saying, three players from their team that were on, on their team last season, right? He was on the Hornets, I believe, last season, Montrez. Yeah. Okay, so, yeah, obviously Miles Bridges and then Book Knight and then P.J. Washington has the whole saga with his kid. So, like I said, with the Celtics, too much bullshit going off off the court with the, with this team. Uh and just too too many distractions, and I don't see how they get thirty five plus wins. So uh, I'm gonna agree with you on the under. I think they're a thirty one win team, thirty two probably something like that, under for sure. But Lomelo Ball, uh, hopefully he stays healthy and balls out. He's really the only exciting guy on on this team to watch, in my opinion, and kind of really the only guy that, in my opinion. Is, that I enjoy watching, so that's really all I'm looking forward to on the, on this team. So, but for sure, we'll agree on the under, and we'll move on to the next team, the Miami Heat. Over under forty nine and a half wins. What do you think? Uh, that's right there. This team is a very talented. Uh, I really like this team. They extended Tyler Hero, well deserved. I'm glad he got the bag. Obviously, have Jimmy Butler, Bam Adebayo. That's the their. Big three right there, and then, uh, but I'm I'm going over. I, I like the Heat here, but I think exactly over fifty wins. Okay, for sure. Yeah, I'll say fifty one wins. Probably I'll agree on the over. They won fifty three. They went fifty three and twenty nine last season. Were the one seed in the East. They fell to Boston in the Eastern Conference Finals in seven games. They almost won it with a game winning three by Butler that was just short. And but they still got most of their their core coming back. Obviously, the big loss is uh, PJ Tucker, but their core is still there with Hero Butler and Adebayo, Kyle Lowry coming back as well. Uh, they drafted Nikola Jovic. Uh, Udonis has them back for I think what a twenty first season or something. Yeah, <laughs> with, that's your squad, so you should know. With the Heat, so that's crazy. And obviously, yeah, Duncan Robinson still there. Duncan Robinson, excuse me, still there. And then some other kind of role guys we saw kind of play somewhat of a big roles last season. Max Struess, Gabe Vincent, uh, they fit in pr- pretty well. And obviously, still the core there with Coach Spolstra in his, I think, fifteenth season coming up as a head coach. And then we've we've seen what's there with their front office, uh, rock solid. They always make good moves. So. Over for sure, uh, probably the third seed, something like that, in the East uh, this season. Uh, so 51 wins, and we'll agree on that and move on to the other team in Florida, the Orlando Magic, over under 27.5. What do you think? Uh, this is a tough one. You know, it's a the low number. I do like their young core, but I'm going to go under here. Uh, they do have, like I said, they have a great young core, but I'm going to go under with the East being stacked. Okay, for sure. Believe it or not, this is probably the first time in like five, six years that I'm actually excited about watching the Orlando Magic. I, I really like the roster. I I said that they need to needed to stray away from their old draft habits of going after uh, stretch four, stretch five type guys like Jonathan Isaac and Mo Bamba and stuff like that and, and get like a, a wing guy 
that can defend and is versatile. And they went ahead and did that with the number one pick in Paolo Boncaro. I'm excited to see him alongside uh, Franz Wagner, their rookie from last season, and see how, how they mesh together. I really like Cole Anthony, their point guard as well. Obviously, Jalen Suggs uh, got hurt. He's going to be out for a little while, so that's a bummer. But I like the over on the, the Magic. I think they're a 30-31 a win team. They're definitely a 30-win team for sure. They're not, I don't see them tanking as well. So I'm uh, really excited for the first time, like I said, in a while to watch uh, this Magic team. And I think they got a really good young core. And I think they're hopefully building something. And hopefully we see some good signs from them as a somewhat semi-contender in two to three years. But for, for this year, for sure over. And I really like Paolo Boncaro. So we'll disagree on that, and we'll we'll move on to the next team, the Washington Wizards, the last team in the Southeast Division and in the Eastern Conference overall. Over under thirty five and a half rebound. What do you think? Yeah, I'm gonna go under to a good young team. We said the Wizards, right? Yep. So you got Bradley Beal there, gave him an extension. Kuzma and some other young guys, but I still like the under. The East is too stacked, as I've mentioned multiple times. Definitely a good a good under bet. Okay, so we'll end off the night agreeing. I I like the under as well with Washington. Uh, Bradley Beal uh, still there surprisingly. I, I thought he wouldn't be there, and then they got the young coach and Wes Unsell Jr. I believe in his second season uh, with the the Wizards. And then uh, I mean they got uh, Porzingis now. Uh, obviously. Kuzma is probably, would you say, probably their second best player now, right? Yeah, for sure. Okay, for sure, yeah. And then uh, Avdija, their young guy. Hachimura, I think he could become their, their second best player. Kispert, uh, the sharpshooter, three-point shooter from Gonzaga. Uh, so, I mean, not outside of Kuzma and Bradley Beal, not much excites me. But for as far as the, uh, the number goes, I'm going to agree with you on the under. For sure, and to I say they're a 32-33 win team, so under for sure. So that'll wrap it up for the Eastern Conference over unders rebound. Thank you so much for coming on. Always a pleasure. Thanks for having me on. Good luck to everyone. Have a great season. Everybody, thank you so much for listening. Hope you enjoy the start of the NBA season, and we'll see you guys in a few days for Week Seven NFL Scorching Six picks.